What's up, guys? It's your boy Phil Chad, aka Flame Floss, aka Feeds Up, aka Filthy Phil, DJ Carrot, and so forth and so forth and etc. And I know you're wondering why is Phil doing his long intro on the Mental Wellness Mondays episode? Well, guys, we're still on a little bit of a break. Actually, it's not really a break. We're just restructuring a few things behind the scenes, and we're gonna come back bigger and better than ever. And as Dan and I highlighted on our Thursday show, we have been doing a lot of press lately. A lot of people have been recognizing the podcast, and first and foremost, thank you to everyone who's given us a platform. And we felt that. It would be kind of rude on our part just to just take the interview and not use our platform to promote it, especially to our listeners, because hopefully you guys listen to the podcast because you care about Dan and I, uh, our journey and what our thoughts are and where we plan to go with the podcast and so on and so forth. So late last year, actually, we got contacted by two wonderful Zimbabwean women um, who are, oh, one's in Australia and one's in the Czech Republic. That's Rumbi and Amanda. And they run a podcast called It's Layered. And they had a discussion with us that dropped last month that focused heavily on mental health and what we do on Mental Wellness Mondays. So this would be a great opportunity for us to amplify and promote their podcast using our feed. And in that discussion, we discussed everything from insecure all the way to what I did when I started therapy and how my views have evolved over the past few years and what we hope that we can help to change culturally here in Zimbabwe with regards to how we view and treat mental illness and promote mental wellness. So that was a great discussion. Shout out to Rumbi and Amanda. There will be a link um, to the video and to their podcast in the description. And if you are on the website, just scroll up. You'll see the video embedded in the post itself. So please, guys, go on and support them. We really appreciate they done. Oh, these lovely ladies managed to put their money where their mouths are. And they actually sent us a little sum sum to support the mental health work that we're doing with the team at Wide Love and Thrive. And we really do appreciate it. Um, especially in these past few weeks, we've been getting a lot of emails from people who need help. And obviously as a podcast, we are not a nonprofit or a massive organization. We rely on not only our own money, but the support of listeners to make sure that the people that need support, whether it's treatment or medication, that is supported by you guys, the listeners. So if you can, please on, head on over to twobroketrimbos.com forward slash help. Or just reach out to us on the socials and we'll tell you how best you can assist. And also, if you want, we can also give you a full report as to where your money has gone and who it has helped. Because we really do appreciate all you guys are doing to keep the podcast going. And of course, if you want to support the podcast itself, head on over to twobroketrimbos.com forward slash help. And just let us know in the notes what that money is for. But yeah, without further ado, this is our interview with the It's Layered podcast. For the full clip, head on over to their YouTube page or follow the link below to subscribe to their podcast or see it in their podcast feed and support them the way they supported us. And don't forget, guys, we'll be back soon. Look after yourselves and have a great week. Little girl, use your head. They will tear you like a pepper toy. Oh, no, 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 yeah, 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 oh, no, 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 mm-hmm. When they smile at you, darling, and wink, it's a lethal force that'll bring you down. Trying to get you tipsy like a drink, love drunk Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to It's Layered. We're Bizak. Um, I'm Rumbi. And I'm Amanda. 
Yeah, we're so stoked to be here today. We've got some special guests in the house. Um, Zimbabwe's finest, two guys who have made Zimbabwe laugh for many, many years. They have been in this podcasting game for a hot minute. Um, so stoked to have the guys of Two Broke Twimbos with us. We've got uh, Dan and Phil over here. Um, they are just creators in their own right, not only with their podcast, digital creators. We've got a radio host, MC, music aficionado. Um, I don't know, I could go on and on. They're just doing the things um, representing Zimbabwe loud and proud. Um, and we're happy that they could join us to talk a little bit over here on It's Layered. Good. Well, it's morning for me. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Before we continue, I think we, Dan, Dan, we, we, we've got to do the, the mandatory check. Um, do you mind just giving us our full intros? Just so oh. we just know. If we know you guys, like if we know, yeah. know you guys. Okay. Because so. we, were, we were told that, oh yeah, we listen to your podcast oh. and stuff. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you have questions you ask or we just go roll into what we know, what we be knowing about Two Broke Twimbos? Mm. No, we want our full intros as per the podcast. So every episode we introduce ourselves, we would like you to. I have failed. I'm going to admit I have on, failed. On the spot. On the spot. I have failed. Amanda, do you know I have failed dismally? I don't want to attempt and fail. Yeah. I'm yeah. very shy. Maybe we can ask you to do the intro for us. It's layered X to broke Trimbo. So we'll give you the platform, gentlemen. You know, Phil, it's 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 like people just lie unprovoked, you know? You know what I mean? Unprovoked. Particularly Zimbabwean women. No Zimbabwean women. They target you and they say, my fellow Zimbabwean. Just lies, spewing, spewing. What are we about? You know, I've been noticing you for quite a while and I love how you move. You know. Okay. I'm a big fan but of the We don't want to divulge all our secrets. Exactly. So you guys have a meeting you know where you come up with these lies. Know. No, no, no. Uh, I don't I don't know how much we know. Just we know what we know. Philip. We just want to know if you know what we know. That's the thing. <laughs> so, again, you like a Zimbabwean woman, that one. <laughs> Philip, Philip um, also, just to let you guys know, for some reason in the past few months, we've been interviewed in a couple of podcasts and we keep making the mistake of taking it over. So, Phil, if you can just suppress and allow um, yourself to be the guest not the host just you know just yeah it's okay That's very targeted I'm, I'm sorry phil <laughs> i feel your pain i feel your pain we still love you though and we're glad you're here well to show you we've been listening we've been listening to a lot of the mental health segments because mm -hmm. yeah it's something that obviously we were like wow like to even talk about this topic to even like not only as one episode, but actually do lots have lots of different guests on, and it's just been really, really enlightening. So we are listening, and that's something that we would love to delve deeper on with you guys today. Because, like, what does mental health even mean? Like, what do you guys think it even means? Philip, mm. would you well, like I, to be, to answer? Well, I, I think now that the, that the common nomenclature is mental wellness. Uh, because we want to be more inclusive, um, but it's it's just that it's just un understanding that we live in a very difficult and traumatic country. We've been through a lot. We're continuing to go through a lot. 
um, culturally, this isn't something that is spoken about or acknowledged. And we're just trying to do our bit to help because I personally was, was in, in a bad place and I needed mental help. Um, and if I didn't have access to the resources that I did, I probably wouldn't be here today. So that's in short, that's what it is. It's just, it's just trying to, you know, um, spread some positivity, um, to help the people that need to be helped and to be the change that we want to see in the world. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> have you just seen to say as well. though, attached to that? Sorry, sorry, Dan, sorry. I'm totally Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say to Phil, has you seen any stigma in sharing a story? Uh, so I was actually thinking about this because, yeah, you guys did like send a few like um, notes about the questions you'd like to ask. I think there has, but I, I'm also very privileged in, in a few ways. Mainly one, being I'm a sociopath. And two, being that I've always been good at not caring what other people think to a certain degree. So even if there is a stigma around it, it's been very difficult for me to let that affect me taking care of myself, if that makes sense. It's like once I realized I have a problem, I I need to fix this. Mm. I never really worried, wait, what will people think? Because my focus was helping myself first. You know what I mean? And the reason why we started the segment of the podcast is because when we took our break and I came back, we were very honest with the audience. Well, I was very honest with the audience that I was dealing with mental health issues and this is what I had to address for us to get to a place where we can start recording again. And that started resonating with listeners. Um, and then Dan and I realized, wait a minute, if, if, the, if this part of the conversation is resonating, let's figure out how we can double down on that because ultimately the whole point of having a podcast is to give the listeners what they want. Mm. Um, so even within that, um, uh, yeah, I would say there's a stigma, but I, I'm not going to, I genuinely can't sit here and say, you know, there was a time I was teased, I was felt attacked. I would just be like, <laughs> if someone calls me out and tries to talk about, hey, men don't go for therapy or, or men in therapy are weird, I was like, you sound like an idiot right now. You, you sound like a doof. I would say as well, so it partly answers the first and second question that you had. So, um, of course, we are based in Zimbabwe and the the podcast is based out of Zimbabwe. But um, one of the features that we have in our uh, mental wellness podcast um, um, is inviting our listeners to write in their own issues and thoughts and experiences and problems. And I would say, Phil, I think almost 100% of the letters we've received are from outside of Zim maybe one or two from um, inside no we actually had a few so um i touched on it briefly in our first episode back but this past like the last quarter of last year was really hectic and i missed a bunch of emails i'm really sorry guys like it was like 30 emails that i missed bad <laughs> and about 30 percent of those were people from zip um okay there were even people the people that we helped the who didn't divulge their location and then at the end they were like oh by the way if you want to contact me Here's my number. I'm here. And those are all like Zim numbers. Um, so I think we've got a good enough mix. Um, yeah. About I think especially, yeah, I, I will say, and this is anecdotal, of course, and we also have a very small sample set. So this isn't scientific in any form of uh, form or fashion, but when we do get contact from Zim, it seems to be far more severe 
You know what I mean? It's almost like the person's nearing breaking point. They really need help. Or it's a friend. It's like, yo, my friend is down bad. They really need help. Please assist. Whereas in, in Europe, it's just, yo, I'm feeling lonely. I'm starting to feel depressed. I have access to these resources. I, I, I just need a little push to start accessing them. Um, because in certain European countries, they do have access to resources. In certain European countries, I, I won't mention the names, um, but when we had a fund available and we were, were paying for therapy for, for listeners, some of them were in countries where it didn't seem that there were resources, but therapy was mad expensive. Yeah. I'm talking $150 a session. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Over here in Australia, yeah. like everything else is covered, mm. but not, ther- not mm-hmm. mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll literally what? be like, They'll literally be like, you can break your leg, then the next day break your arm, we will pay you, it's fine. But as soon as you say, I'm depressed, they're like, oh yeah, that's $200 a session. With yeah. That. yeah, out of pocket. You definitely pay out of pocket, not covered by... I am sure. <clears throat> Australians don't take mental health... Australians don't take mental health seriously. The yeah. people and that visas. keep crocodiles yeah. as pets... <laughs> And don't go back take... out with the visa. <laughs> the mental don't... health and visas are the two things Australia <laughs> yes, doesn't keep out, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. So, so, so I think basically what 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 uh, I I say again, like Phil saying anecdotally, it does seem like people outside the country definitely care more about it. Men specifically care more about mental health issues than inside. Even Zimbabweans outside the country, and. Um, but but it's nice to see that the conversation is growing and more and more people are recognizing that it's something to take seriously. That's, that's great. And I think, you know, I mean, Phil alluded to his own personality traits, helping him manage the stigma attached to wanting to improve your mental well-being. Um, maybe I can start with Dan and, you know, with the stigma attached, because you're saying that... Um, a lot majority of your requests come from outside of the country. Um, And even outside the country, there's stigma attached period. Like we know this, like there is some level of, does it mean I'm failing? Does it mean I'm, you know, there's something wrong with me. Do you understand? Like um, how do you deal with that? Or what would you recommend in dealing with the stigma, whether it be family um, you know, you hear things like, oh, not Laura too much. You know, people don't identify that those are symptoms of it. Uh, you should be happy you have X, Y, Z, you know, you know, people having problems, like bigger problems than you. Or do you understand what I'm I'm saying? Like there's often like this perception that if you have food to some degree, if you have shelter to some degree. Like, you're good. You have your basic needs met. Like, come on, man. There are bigger things in the world. So how do you handle that and the stigma attached with, uh, to mental health, mental wellness? Um, I, I think there's, a, there's a, a need to be a certain level of unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so disclaimer, I'm, I'm not in therapy. And apart from maybe one or two ad hoc counseling sessions, I haven't really been in therapy. Um, so let me not speak from personal experience, but just from observing um, how mental health is treated. I think it's because, like you're saying, many people uh, view it as in Zimbabwe, it, it must be you're, you're at breaking point. Like, you know, you've, you've reached a level where you need to be institutionalized before we even talk about mental health. And 
the fact that little by little the conversation is growing shows that it's just that people didn't understand or people had never heard or never even thought about it. So the more unapologetic and the more open we are about it, the more we talk about, oh, I'm in therapy, I'm in therapy. It's not something that uh, should have a stigma attached to it. Um, we shouldn't believe it's something that's a stigma attached to it. So when we talk about it, we shouldn't be like, oh, don't tell anyone. But this, mm -hmm. you know, when you're unapologetic, when you're open about it, just like, hey, I had to go see the doctor or I had to go um, take my car to the mechanic. I had to go therapy. There's things that we need to fix. So there's things that we're doing to fix them. The more unapologetic we are, um, then the more it will be accepted. And of course, the first few might have to be the martyrs. You know, mm -hmm. they're the ones who might have to face the, the worst of the responses and uh, backlash and uh, stigma. But as time goes on and as more and more people accept it, then it will become more normal. And, and uh, yeah, I, I guess the stigma will never really completely disappear in my opinion, but at mm. least uh, we can get rid of the worst of it just by being unapologetically ourselves. True. And maybe Phil, if I can ask you to uh, ta tag onto that is then how do you communicate sort of the importance of mental health? Like with people who just have this sort of wall, how do you say like, Hey guy, it's, do you understand, you know, especially from a Zimbabwean perspective, maybe it's family, maybe it's older people, maybe how do we, you know, want, you want to be unapologetic, but we also want to also be like, hey, guy, it's just like X, Y, Z. Do you have any suggestions or thoughts around that? I think the, the most important thing is to obviously reference your personal experiences and be honest. And if you're vulnerable enough to be honest about what you're going through, because a lot of people don't want to talk about the things that they're going through. Mm. Um, that A, gives you credibility, and B, it, it will resonate with the people it's going to resonate with, because there are people who are dealing with the same thing. And the second thing is, um, don't be preachy. So don't be a vegan. Uh, and that's that's like an inside joke, but yeah, just don't be like a vegan. Like, oh my god, you know, animal products are killing the environment. Oh my god, do you know how much methane a cow produces every day? Oh my god, and you guys are eating so much meat. You know, the human body is not even designed to have that much protein. Oh my god, so you're gonna have your tofu and soy. Okay, that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you a Netflix documentary. You absolutely have, have to watch have it. have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. The moment, the moment you do that, trust and believe, people have tuned out. So do yeah, that. just be genuine and honest and then say, yo, it helped me. It might help you. In the same way, if a friend comes to you for advice and says, hey, uh, this guy's not replying text. If, if you then say, you know what? I don't know all the dynamics of your situation, but I do know the last time when the guy didn't text me back, I realized it meant A, B, C, D. Mm. So that's something for you to consider. Totally. That's, that's far more beneficial than, ah, he's cheating on your girl. Miss him. Ah, how dare he? Does he know who you are? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Why are you so good at this? Yeah, it's just, you're killing me. I, I'm, I, thank good. you for that uh, illustration. Good. <laughs> no, it's it's very and i think too it's also realizing like some people will get it and some people won't get it like yeah. you know um my sister's very good at this she uh whenever i'm dealing with an issue and with someone and she's like you know some things these people just don't understand like you need to understand your audience and be like I'm not going to pour my heart out or leave it all on there for them to just trample on my heart. So also knowing who's willing to understand that, 
someone you might ex- express and they just be like, ah, or whatever. And some people will get it. It's also protecting yourself as well from certain people who are going to be supportive and certain people who, you know, will trample on your, your feelings, how you feel, what you're going through. To hear more of this interview, head on over to the link below and check out the It's Layered podcast.